Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Michelle. And this is the Supernatural Speakeasy Podcast, where we talk about all things supernatural. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Supernatural Speakeasy. I'm Natasha, and this is Michelle. Hey, hey. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about episode 10 from season one, Asylum. Um, yeah, let's get started. All right, this is your spoiler alert. If you have not seen the episode Asylum, turn back now. Turn off the podcast, go watch Supernatural right now, and then come back and listen to this episode. So, on the road so far, last time we talked about the episode Home, where our boys take on a poltergeist. And they don't defeat it, but uh, Mommy Dearest's ghost, Mama Winchester, her spirit ends up taking on the poltergeist, sacrificing herself to save the boys and uh, the family that's in their old house. So let's get into episode 10, Asylum. And the opening, we see two policemen have been called to an abandoned asylum and uh, one cop is telling his partner that there's this legend surrounding this asylum that it's haunted by ghosts of patients and if you spend the night the spirits will drive you insane they split up looking for the trespassers and they find a few kids just kind of hiding out in there and they ask them to leave and they call it a night and go home. Well, one of the policemen, they go home and he's acting kind of strange and he's having a conversation with the wife and he takes his gun and shoots and kills her. Dun, dun, dun. I haven't seen this episode in a long time, and watching it back, I was like, that scene, I was like, because she, she was like, um, you know, I said, I'll, I apologize earlier, like, are you still not talking to me? Like, and I was like, okay, I wonder what happened to, <laughs> I wondered what happened to make him not talk to her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he shot her, so it must have been pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the case. Dean receives a text with coordinates from an unknown number that lead to a town in Illinois where the asylum is. And before he gets this text message, the boys are kind of arguing about trying to find their dad because even though we have seen the dad in the last episode, the boys have not. So Sammy's wanting to find the dad and Dean wants to keep hunting. And when he gets that text message, he's convinced that it's from their dad and that the dad wants them to, go on this case, whatever it may be. 
they see the death of the wife that the cop shot in the local news. And they see the asylum mentioned in the dad's journal. After speaking to the partner, well, I should say the boys go to head over to Illinois and they speak to the partner of the policeman and they decide to go visit the asylum. Inside the asylum, they see a wing with the words, the South Wing, which Dean's dad mentions in his journal about some kids that broke into the South Wing. Only one survived. And one of the friends went nuts and I guess just started killing people or shot up the place. I don't remember the exact wording Dean used, but one of them went insane. Um, they notice on the ground, oh yeah, P.S., this abandoned asylum is so gross. It is the perfect place for spooky, creepy things to happen. It's, you know, like any usual abandoned building would probably look like. Dirty, there's no lighting, there's junk everywhere, and it's especially creepy because there is old kind of medical equipment lying around. It's gross. Hopefully they got their tetanus shots. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But somewhere in the trash that's laying around, they see this nameplate with uh, the name Dr. Ellicott. So they find, I guess, his son, who is also a psychiatrist, um, and Sam goes to talk to him to find out a little bit more about the Roosevelt Asylum. He learns that his father is the chief of staff. Not is. He learns the father was the chief of staff at the Roosevelt Asylum. Asylum. And finds out that there was a riot that broke out. The South Wing was where they housed psychotics and the criminally insane. And those are the patients that rioted. They attacked staff and each other. And some bodies were never even recovered. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile... A boyfriend and girlfriend, Gavin and Kat, are exploring the asylum. Gavin goes on ahead down this hallway and kind of leaves Kat behind because she didn't really want to be exploring inside this dirty, nasty, creepy place. And I don't blame her because, I'm sorry, what kind of date is this exactly? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, uh, this isn't a date. Like, what? Like, what made Gavin think this would be a good idea? Hey, this will be fun. Let's go walk around in the dark in this abandoned building. Yeah, like, what? Not. <laughs> I would have just left. <laughs> or, like, you know what? Right? I'll the car. Like, you're on your own. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised Kat didn't leave in the first place. Like, uh, nope, bye. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, as he's um, exploring, 
there's a door that closes behind Gavin. And behind him, he sees his girlfriend and he calls her over and she walks up to him and kisses him. Then Gavin hears Cat call out to him, trying to find him. Rutro, who in the world are you kissing, dude? <laughs> he pushes the girl away and sees her face is horribly disfigured, possibly burned. I didn't really get a good look at it. Um, yikes. Yikes, 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 yikes. I would scream and run away. All right, so back to our boys. The plan. The boys return to the asylum, and their plan is to salt and burn the unrecovered bodies from the riot. They figure those are the spirits that are restless and causing people to go insane and run amok and kill people. The boys quickly learn the asylum is crawling with spirits as Dean shoots a spirit with rock salt headed towards Sam. Now, didn't look like the spirit was going to hurt Sam, which is important to note for later. But Dean shot him up every anyway, because, I mean, hello, ah, the spirit's going to get me! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Instead of burn it with fire, it's shoot it with salt! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love the, um, like the makeup they did for like the ghosts and spirits and stuff. Yes. They definitely looked super creepy. I loved it. The boys find Kat hiding in a corner. She tells them that she heard Gavin scream and that she has been seeing things. She ends up going with the boys to find Gavin. And they split up. So Sam goes one way and Kat ends up with Dean. And Sam finds Gavin, who tells him about his encounter with this girl ghost. And Dean and Kat, they're in some other part of the asylum. And then we hear Kat say, ow, you're hurting my arm. Dean turns around. What are you talking about? And they look at her arm and see, I call it, a zombie hand gripping Kat's arm. Ah! I thought this was an awesome reveal. It scared yeah. me. I thought it was so great. <laughs> yeah, she was like, yanks her back into her room. <laughs> yeah! Oh my gosh. Oh, I think this was probably one of my favorite parts in here was that reveal. Yes. Because <laughs> they're just walking. He had the flashlight. It flickered and he started, you know, banging it. Come back on. She's like, oh, you're hurting my arm. He's like, what? <laughs> to the arm and it's hanging back. <laughs> so the spirit yanks her into this room and she can't get out and Dean can't open the door. So he's got a crowbar. He's trying to pry it open, but it's not budging. Sam and Gavin catch up to where Dean is and Sam tells Kat to hear the spear out, to face it, and that it won't hurt her. Because after hearing Gavin's story about how that spirit didn't hurt him, Sam figured, well, it doesn't sound like they're going to be hurting anyone, so hear them out. <laughs> I love Kat. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love how she's like, what? No. I don't want like, to. You have to what? She's like, I have to what? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, thank you. No, no. And as the brothers and Gavin await on their side of the door with bated breath, they're holding their breath because they hear nothing, the door finally opens. And Kat comes out and tells them that the spirit whispered 137. Well, that's got to be a room number. So as Dean looks for room 137, Sam leads the couple out, but discovers that something is not letting them leave as the way out is locked. In In room 137, Dean finds something hidden inside one of the walls, which ends up being some kind of logbook. It had things like um, patient journals and just different kind of um, medical drawings of lobotomies and things like that. Sam leaves Gavin and Kat with a rock salt shotgun when he gets a call for help from Dean. Sam gets attacked by a spirit telling him, don't be afraid. I'm going to make you all better. Oh my gosh, that's going to be. Oh my gosh. Props, <laughs> Props to that actor. Got some creepy mad scientist vibes right there. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Dean meets up with Gavin and Kat, wondering why they're still there. They tell him that Sam left because he had called for help, which Dean says he never did. So Dean goes to the basement to look for Sam. He finds him and tells Sam he thinks the spirit that lured him down there was none other than Dr. Ellicott. Dun, dun, dun. Dr. Ellicott, we find out from Dean was doing some kind of rage therapy where he got his patients to vent their anger so they could be cured of it. But it only made them worse, and they only became angrier. Thus the reason why the patients rioted. So Dean thinks that the spirit of Dr. Ellicott is doing the same to any unsuspecting visitors to the asylum, making them so angry they become homicidal. The logbook mentioned a hidden procedure room where Dr. Ellicott worked on patients. So Dean starts to look around for it, hoping to find the doc's bones to burn. Which, P.S., I mean, again, this crazy doctor guy had a hidden room so he could do experiments on people. I mean, come on. That's so messed up. (laughs) I mean, how did nobody not find out? Like, (laughs) Yeah. Um, as Dean finds the entrance to the secret room, Sam points the shotgun at Dean, telling him to step away from the door. And we see Sam's nose bleeding. At first, I didn't know it was blood. I thought it was ectoplasm. Um, because if you know anything about Supernatural, we find out more about that kind of black goo later on. And it's always a bad thing. 
Um, but later on, I did note it. He kind of wiped it off, and it was blood. So his nose is bleeding, but it's still not a good thing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then <laughs> Dean tells him, well, I mean, that's not going to do anything. It's just rock salt, talking about his shotgun. And Sammy freaking shoots Dean anyways. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man, it made me think of um, Kill Bill when uh, <laughs> Uma Thurman's character gets shot with rock salt. It made me think of that, and I was like, oh, man. I've never seen that movie. Oh, there's movies. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, there's a scene where Uma... Oh, sorry, spoiler warning for those of you who haven't seen Kill Bill and either of those. I mean, but it's old enough. I mean, if you really wanted to see it, you would have watched it by now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, a similar situation happens to her. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, I just kept thinking, oh, my gosh, the betrayal. Sammy, how could you? Um, and Sam proceeds to tell Dean how he's tired of taking orders from him. He questions why they're even there instead of searching for the dad. Dean goes ahead and hands Sam his gun, telling him, and it wasn't an, uh, the other salt rock shotgun. It was a pistol, a handgun of some kind. He, so Dean hands it to Sam and tells him to go ahead and shoot him. And Sam pulls the trigger multiple times. I'm just like, oh my God. I mean, I was really gonna shoot him. I know. I mean, that Dr. Ellicott really did a number on Sammy. Yes. (laughs) Fortunately, Dean unloaded the gun and was able to disarm Sam, knocking him out cold. So Dean continues the search for um, the doc's bones. He finds them, but before he can burn them, Good old Dr. Ellicott gets a hold of him first. Fortunately, Dean's lighter is in reach and he successfully torches the body, breaking the spirit's hold over Sam. Um, the, the way this spirit went out, it reminded me of the ending of the first Harry Potter movie when Voldemort... Yes! <laughs> yes! I, love I was her like, oh, man. <laughs> yes. Um, I was like, oh man, that's just like when Professor Quirrell and the and Voldemort kind of like disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> and um, this scene also reminded me, like, whenever Ellicott got to Dean, he was like, "I'm going to make y'all better." Like, it reminded me of a future episode, I won't say what, it's from season two, but it reminded me of that episode, like, something similar happens to him with, like, the blue sparks, but, yeah, uh, it just reminded me of that episode, and, yeah, anyway, (laughs) I won't spoil anything, but, (laughs) yeah, it reminded me of that specific episode in the second season, so. Well, our brothers say goodbye to the young couple, and I love 
um, before they uh, get rid of Dr. Elliot, I love how there's this little scene between Gavin and Kat, and she tells him, if we get out of this alive, we are so over. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hell again. <laughs> we are never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> so done. <laughs> she pulled a Tay-Tay on him. As they go back to the car, Sam starts apologizing for things he said to Dean. But you know, I can't help but think he does feel some of those things deep down, though. Yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said it. <laughs> right? The spirit just made him... I guess maybe just intensified it, I suppose. Yeah. Dean doesn't really want to talk about it, but you can tell he's upset about the events that have transpired. And they end up in a hotel trying to get some rest, and we hear Dean's phone ringing. Sammy answers it. And it ends up being a call from... Their dad. Dun, dun, dun. He just shoots up. He's like, Dad? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I know, right? about that part. I was like, as soon as the phone started ringing, I knew. I was like, oh my God. Like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, hello. And then shoots up. He's like, Dad? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. I was like, oh, what? I guess he finally took Missouri's advice yeah. and picked up the phone and called his children. <laughs> Goodness. I give this episode four out of five impalas. What do you think, Natasha? I I'm gonna give it a five actually. Uh, five impalas. Um it was a really good episode. Uh one of my favorite parts was when they went to go look through the asylum the first time and um, Dean was like, who's a better, uh, no, psychic, you know, Jennifer Hewitt, Patricia Arquette, or you? I was like, oh, my God. Or who's a hotter uh, psychic? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a funny moment, for sure. <laughs> my only thing was, okay, so why weren't the rest of the spirits freed when Dean burned the doc's bones? Because I would think, I would think he's the reason that those spirits are hanging around. And I would think they would go into the light or, you know, be freed. But I didn't see any ghosts or spirits, you know, quote unquote, go into the light or, and we don't really see the boys talk about freeing the rest of the spirits or making sure I don't know I just that kind of bugged me I felt like that was a little uh, loose end that I didn't get taken care of <laughs> yeah and like a little scene I don't know why it always like creeped me out a little bit like the scene where I paint to like little ghosts like freaking out or whatever <laughs> I don't know that part always weirded me out <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I did find some trivia um, online on IMDb. 
Whilst waiting in the psychiatrist's office, Sam is seen reading a copy of Men's Health magazine. That issue features an interview where Jared Padalecki, excuse me, features an interview with Jared Padalecki, the actor who plays Sam. For those of you that don't know. <laughs> I always, I, I literally stopped that like part where he threw the magazine down to see if it was him on the cover. I was like, they won't just put any magazine there without. <laughs> yeah, you know? I kept. And I couldn't really get a clear image of if it was him or not, but I was like, it looked like him, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, I kept pausing it and playing it back, and I couldn't really tell if it was him or not. But then I figured, well, if it wasn't him, his article would still be inside the magazine, I guess. Yeah. So kudos to whoever caught that little nugget right there that little easter egg because i would never have i don't read men's health so i wouldn't know (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) well i'm glad Um, you yeah another the shining reference um we hear another reference to the shining when dean says all work and no play makes dr ellicott a very dull boy and we also get the Sixth Sense, a reference from that movie, when Dean tells Sam, let me know if you see any dead people, Haley Joel. Yes. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Haley Joel Osment is the young actor who starred in the thriller The Sixth Sense. Now, this la- little last piece of trivia, I'm not sure if it's legit or not, okay? So I'm going I'm to tell you this little piece of trivia, and let's let's just discuss um it says this is the first time that iron is established as a spirit deterrent when did they use iron to you know fend off any spirits did you catch that at all um because i know they had the rock salt shotguns they each had one and the only thing I could think of is when Dean had the crowbar to pry open the door when Cat got trapped, but he didn't use it to fend off that spirit. It went away by itself. I don't. I don't think. Unless it was no, I'll just say Sam. But I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they used it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I don't know. I um, I question the validity of that trivia IMDb or whoever posted that. <laughs> um, so if you're listening and you know the moment they're talking about where they use iron or talk about iron as some kind of deterrent to spirits, Drop us a comment in the socials because I would like to know because I totally missed that. Yes. And I literally just watched it yesterday, so <laughs> I literally don't remember seeing the yeah. Or not yesterday, it was like two days ago, but just recently, and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> and speaking of socials, where can our Supernatural Speakeasy family, find us, Natasha. You can find us on Facebook 
at Supernatural Speakeasy, on Twitter at SPN Speakeasy, and Instagram at SPN underscore Speakeasy. All right. Well, until next time, carry on, everyone. Bye. Hey, this is Dean Winchester. Thanks for checking out Supernatural Speakeasy podcast. Don't forget to get a like, subscribe, do all that other crazy crap.